So, Robin, um, we're talking about um, what is it that sustains you, okay? Okay. And so maybe as I'm asking you the question is, um, what does it feel like to hear it? The question? The question. It, it feels satisfying. I'm glad you're asking because mm, I don't know that anyone's ever asked me that before and it feels like an opportunity to spend time with that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So something satisfying about it. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe let's go into that that feeling satisfying of well, how you what is it that gives you the sense of satisfying? Where do you feel it in your body? What shape does it have? What um, satisfying. I feel it in my belly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's like something, something deep. I mean, the word sustain implies something very deep, not something. Mm-hmm. Not something. Uh, something perhaps something complex too. So it's not something I might just put a word or two to. Mm -hmm. It's something complex. Yeah. 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 So something in your belly that's deep, but really also a sense of something complex. Yeah. Yeah. There's also some excitement about it. I mm -hmm. feel excited to talk about it. Because mm. it thinks in with my whole thing I write about a lot, about beauty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm. So it makes me, you know, I'm noticing a smile in me when you start to write, to, to, to mention the, the excitement and, uh, you know, the connection with the writing about beauty. Yeah. Mm. And then, it, then when you said that the writing about beauty, I, I thought, well, it's, it connects with you know, what does sustain me. Mm -hmm. Part is, is, is drawing and painting. Mm -hmm. You know, and so that's something I write about, but it's something I'm experiencing through writing, drawing, and writing and drawing and painting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that strong association of what sustains you is drawing, painting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which you know. You and I had an interview a long time ago. We talked about observing and what that means to me. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so, drawing and painting is is really it's more about being in an observing place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, right now, you're in an observing place, but observing yourself or what comes up inside. Yes, yes. You know, and right. Is it a similar experience to... Um... Well, it's a little different in that what I draw and paint generally is something that's sitting still. Mm -hmm. Where if I observe my own stuff inside, whatever is coming for me, it's not still. Mm -hmm. It's moving constantly. You know, it, you know, when I paint the landscape, the landscape moves constantly and the light shifts constantly. So it is a little like that. Mm -hmm. um, and you like to paint landscape and you want to do more yeah, of that. I yeah. want to do more landscape painting, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So what is it that when you paint a landscape is, is so satisfying? Or is, I'm not even sure whether satisfying is the word. Well, you use the word, you ask what sustains Sustaining, me. Sustaining, yeah. And nature sustains me. Mm-hmm. And when I'm in the landscape, it is it's truly being in and communing with nature. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I'm observing nature while I'm all, you know, experiencing nature and observing it all at once. Mm-hmm. When you're drawing or painting a landscape, the light starts changing while you while you're starting. If you chase the light, by the end of the painting, you'll have like three paintings in one where one tree has a shadow going one direction and another tree has a shadow going another direction, and it doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. So you really have to kind of, in the beginning of a landscape, compose your composition and then kind of stick with that. So that by the end of the painting, it's partially memory, the painting, and partially what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. You're kind of holding your first, what first impresses you, mm-hmm. and holding that while the light changes all around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So something, you know, I'm not, I'm not a painter. So it's, it's a, it's a practical thing in a way that I hadn't thought about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it's like when you were talking about observing, there's something different, you know, there because you yeah. take a stance toward it, and you, you observe, but you also maintain something. Yeah. And then you know. They say, like, even if you're painting a portrait of somebody else, it's always autobiographical. Mm-hmm. So I'm painting a landscape and what I see outside, but my experience infuses, my felt experience infuses everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if it doesn't come out all that well, mm-hmm. um, there's something of my felt sense in in the marks I make. Right, right. So, so, so that, um, you know, to come back to what sustains you, there's something about your relationship with nature, yes. but there's also something about in the process of depicting mm-hmm. that relationship, you actually are talking about or exploring yourself. Yes. Yes. And so right now as we're talking about it, what's happening inside? I'm asking myself inside about that word sustains. Mm, you know, mm. really wondering what sustains me. Great. And it feels wonderful. It feels wonderful. So so maybe maybe yeah. So so you know, just what if what if, I'm gonna try and repeat it a couple of times to see what it feels like hearing it from outside versus when you hear it from inside. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. So what sustains you? exploring what it is that sustains you. Where beauty comes again, you mm-hmm. know, which is, you know, what is in nature that sustains me. It's what in what is in human relationships that sustains me in my, my relationships with friends and family. And it's also um, um, my coming to know that I'm I'm beautiful, which mm-hmm. is a hard thing to say out loud. I'm beautiful. Mm-hmm. We're taught mm-hmm. we don't, you know, that's egotistical, or mm-hmm. um, you know, we're, we're taught not to say that out loud. 
it's like a, it's, mm-hmm. you know, and to even conceive of myself as beautiful is like, it doesn't go with anything I've learned mm. about myself. Mm. So I had never heard you say that, and there's something that feels very stirring, you know, like not moving in a sense of uh, crying, but stirring, something that feels very, very, wow. Yeah, so it was, wow. So something about you noticing and owning your beauty. Yes, it didn't come through just noticing myself. It came through my noticing, I'm noticing how beautiful you are and everybody I meet, noticing how beautiful they are and being a therapist and having people come in and feeling themselves to be so ugly and I see the beauty in them. Right, and, and then, then you can then apply it to yourself. You're not making and I a... say, how know. am I different than that? Yeah. How can I continue to hold against myself mm. that I, I'm not beautiful? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so you're talking about is being an observer of beauty in the world. Yes. And as you're an observer of beauty, it's not about a sense of, oh, this is beautiful and this is ugly. But noticing, like, the pervasiveness of beauty. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's sustaining all of us yeah. all the time, wow. and we're not aware of it. So so now as you're talking about it, you know, it's like, um, I often can hear beauty as, beauty is the opposite of non-beautiful, and now I'm hearing it as, like, sunshine, you know, that's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's like the air we breathe. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So, so you know, that sense of what you're looking for is you're looking for that connection to beauty that's everywhere. Yes. But just like heightening, finding a gateway to seeing it more. Yes. You know, and then as you're in it, uh, you're basking in it and, uh, yeah. Yes. Hmm. And, and as an artist, you know, as I hone my skills, because I want to draw and paint realistically, so it takes a lot of understanding about how to use my materials mm-hmm. um, but the more that I learn about how to use my materials and and you know from teachers you know what to look for in terms of you know how to use my materials um, that kind of falls away and then I can I can actually represent my felt sense of what I'm seeing more and more as I gain skill mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and similarly as a psychotherapist I um, I can um, listen in a way that isn't just a reflecting of whatever is there, but while I'm reflecting someone in their situation, I'm also reflecting their beauty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so in a way, as an artist, um, you are representational but in another way it's a vehicle to connect to the beauty and capture that yes. and as a therapist um, as you're listening um, you know beyond the story you're connecting to the particular beauty yes. of the person and the situation that's right mm. that's what I, what I want to do yeah, 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 no, but it feels nice. It feels beautiful because, um, you know, it's the kind of stuff that, um, in some way, you have a way of expressing it, that if I heard it a certain way, you know, I could imagine somebody talking about it as a practice, 
and a spiritual practice, a practice. And um, I can imagine that, you know, there's a way of expressing it that would feel a little contrived. Mm -hmm. And um, what I'm appreciating is the quality of the way you're expressing it feels so matter-of-fact, mm -hmm. you know, that there's not a sense of you striving to do it or but kind of you connecting to it, you know, mm -hmm. just... Well, as an artist, you know, you're looking at a beautiful model or a beautiful landscape, or, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's obvious there's beauty there in front of you. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. Well, let me put it a different way. And so, you know, it's possible that actually my question draws you away from where you are. And if you are, if it does, you know, just okay. ignore it. But, um, you know, when you say it's obvious, it's not necessarily obvious to everybody, and it was not necessarily obvious to you in the same way, always. That's true. So I am kind of curious, mm -hmm. if that's where you are, mm -hmm. to have a sense of what has led you to being more able to see that obvious. Okay, that's good. Um, um, my teachers have led me. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a, that's a big one. I want to give them credit because mm -hmm. they've led me. Of course, it's my nature because I, I I love I've always loved observing things and looking at things and, and finding beautiful designs. I think I've seen, I remember being a kid and being intrigued by by beautiful things, beautiful in the sense of in nature, mm -hmm. not so much um, man-made objects, but you know though many are beautiful. Um, it, I've always I've been drawn to the beauty in nature, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not so the beauty in human nature. Mm -hmm. you know, that not not something I, I it's something I came to in my process mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I think I might have lost a train of thought there but yeah. no so you're talking about uh, in a way as long as you remember yourself yeah. there's a sense of being drawn to the beauty in nature right. so we'll come back to the other part but so maybe um, I, wasn't, a I'm sorry. I didn't want to interrupt you I think what I didn't want to lose the thread of is, is my teachers. Okay. Because my, my teachers um, kind of were walking the path ahead of me, mm -hmm. and they saw, they learned things that I didn't know. And so they turned around and they say, oh, look at this and look at that. And, um, you know, I, I, I think there's something in this that feels important about how we are relational beings. Mm -hmm, we, mm -hmm, we, mm -hmm. we, we, we need someone to point our way to beauty. I think, you know, when we're kids, we need our parents to have a gleam in their eye and look at us and go, oh, what a beautiful child you are. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when we don't have that, we're at loss for mm -hmm. it because it's sort of like, I think of it as a birthright mm -hmm. to have a parent that really appreciates you and loves you and, and reflects to you your goodness and your beauty. Mm -hmm. But so many, so often we don't get that for a mm -hmm. variety of reasons. You know, so we need down the line a teacher or a psychotherapist to kind of say oh wait a minute no one ever showed you this before but right right but so so you know so many layers and there's a sense of yeah how much we as people babies children grown-ups you know like to see the gleam in somebody's eye to see our you know beauty reflected in their appreciation and you're also talking about um, um, 
teachers who have had the experience of seeing beauty in the world and are able to point it out to you in a way that you can't really see at first. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So when beauty sustains you, it's not in a way just the beauty that you see, but there's a layer of also um, the relationship that your teachers have shared, you know, their discovery. Mm -hmm. It's like it's not just pure beauty, mm -hmm. but there's also the appreciation for their appreciation and they're showing it and they're finding a way to show it to you. Yes. So you might say that my teachers sustain me. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And do you do teachers in terms of what they have found, but also in terms of having the relationship with you? Yeah, the relationship. That, yeah. You know, it's like they can they can show me things that it's really magical things. Mm -hmm. You know, like mm -hmm. you, you see, you watch a a really. Uh, excellent painter, it's like magic to watch them. Mm -hmm. And then for them to, to give you their tricks, their bag of tricks to, right, to play right, with. Right, right. As it's like having a, a big brother that lets you into the clubhouse and says, mm -hmm. hey, you know, come on in, kid. <laughs> right, right. But that's, uh, you know, it's like, uh, you know, as you're talking about it and hearing with some of people in a tribe, you know, who are initiated to mm -hmm. the secret ritual or the witchcraft, or which is like a way of understanding the world, and of, uh, and it feels like that's some of that quality. Yes. That people that show you the hidden beauty of the world. Yes. Hmm. And then you go, oh, it wasn't hidden at all. It's been here all along. Right. 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 But at the same time that, you know, you may not have been able or, you know, yeah. or, or even if you were, there's appreciation for them showing this, yeah, yeah. It's like if, if you grow up in a, in a family where you're traumatized and um, you don't have your, your basic human needs met mm -hmm. relationally, you might not know that there's any other world other than that family you grew up in. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, so to have someone say, "Oh, you know, there's there's that's a, there's so much more than you are even aware of." Right. So in a way, it's like growing up in the desert, and somebody shows yeah. you oasis and yeah. water. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not. And the water's been there all along, and it's yeah. been sustaining you, but you don't you you. You've never realized it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's 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 also how it's not just beauty in that sense. It's like life, you know. What gives? I mean, it's it's we're we're almost talking about beauty and sustaining. It's synonymous. It's not just right. you know like a limiting sense of beauty. Yeah, it's yeah. life. It's uh, exactly. You know, there's a quality. It's like almost to have a sense of uh, you live in a black and white world and somebody shows you color or there's yes, something exactly. about, um, you know, there's something, it's like the whole principle of the world. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
And and that's in contrast to family, you know, where there is a starvation. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And we need that. We need, um, we call it beauty. We need a reflection of all the possibilities and the opportunities around us. Mm -hmm. And we need that. We need that from others. It's it's like the air we like you said it's the air we're, the color you know it's a black and white world and then suddenly there's color mm-hmm. or or you're eating really poor food that doesn't have any nutrition in it and suddenly you you have your first salad mm. and like, wow my cells come alive mm-hmm. mm. so so you know it's a sense of um, um, the kid who's um, you know starved or you know, parched with thirst. And, you know, that salad that has a liquid, you know, that wetness that, uh, you know, wow. Uh, and there's a nourishment, there's a, you know, but it's like that sense. I mean, I have a plant at home that when we don't water it for a while, it gets completely droopy and it looks like dead. Yes. But we put water and within a half hour, it's like it's really... Um, exactly. Yeah. It's, we have one like that. We call it the hypochondriac plant. <laughs> But so it's, it, it strikes me of how much the, the, your relationship with beauty is really a, a relationship with the sustainab- sustainable life force of the world that's or something right. of that that's nature. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I'm using the word beauty, um, but I am talking about, I'm talking about nature. Yeah. And nature can be a force to be reckoned with and can offer up some pretty rough times for people mm-hmm. on this planet. And nonetheless, it is powerfully beautiful. Yeah. Always powerfully yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But it's nature, and it's not just nature, because in nature or in art or in beauty, you have learned to also see other people's beauty That's right. and your own beauty. At, well, I see that as part of nature. Yeah. Yeah. But so, so it's the opposite of feeling separate. We are, we, we don't realize that we, we are nature. We are not separate from, from nature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how is it right now as we're talking about it? And there's a sense of you saying, you know, um, we are nature, we are beauty, we are, you know, what's happening? What, what's, if, what's it emotionally is inside? What, um, well, I, 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 you know, we're talking about things that, for me, are very hard to find words for. Mm-hmm. To really say it in words, like you said, it can sound very trite or kind of, you know, um, and that's, and so I, I'm wanting to find words that open this up more in me and in anyone who might be listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, again, I want to repeat how my experience is you're talking about is the exact opposite of trite. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like you're really connecting to, uh, like, a uh, like an obvious simplicity of it. I love that word simplicity. Yeah, because it, it is it is a simple thing, mm-hmm. in, in, in that it just is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you say in lots of ways as a kid, you know, you were attracted to beauty and nature. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, teachers, art teachers, um, you know, were able to point out beauty where you may not have seen it. Mm-hmm. And then you also came to see beauty in people yes. and in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and so how do you, you know, how did this come about? Well, in part, I think because my teachers are not, are more than just teaching me art. Mm-hmm. There's a real human connection. And, and so, you know, uh, I think I experience my teachers as close friends. You know, in that we're, we're, there's an emotional, there's an emotionality to learning to paint and draw mm-hmm. and to conversing in the classroom about all sorts of things related to beauty, related to art, related to technique. Um, and and there's, there's, this conversation invites mm. um, metaphor, invites philosophy, invites, invites, um, sense of nature mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so so that the art class um, is not just about the, the skill or the technique or you know this or that mm-hmm. but is really about um, your relationship with beauty yeah and with in part it is yeah because you know, um, um, the teachers I've had have been really excellent um, teachers and they've given me tools and ideas and, and ways of working that, you know, I couldn't get from any other teachers, I don't think. Um, but more than that, um, there's a human connection with my teachers. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think it's giving me um, a, a deeper nurturance than just learning how to paint or draw. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's that. So they become yeah. kind of familial in a certain way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah so so it's not just about even observing or um, you know just you're representing what you observe but um, that um, you know there there is a conversation yeah. you know about what's important exactly and um, and so, in a way, say in contrast to a family where the important stuff is not talked about or is put under the table, mm-hmm. you know, they hear a sense of like the very deep satisfaction yes. of, of, you know, focus being put on what's important. Yes. There's also, I think, I, I get from my teachers something I needed in my family that I never got. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm sure for me that, 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 that's why I'm saying all of this is because I'm yeah. getting something that I've longed for mm-hmm. and I'm getting it it's kind of like mothering and fathering mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a kind of you know you know if you have a, a good parent knows how to um, set boundaries and, and teach you discipline and teach you you know um, they don't just praise you blindly mm-hmm. and there's a balance of yeah. You know, yeah, yeah and I get all of that from my teachers right you know um, Right, right. So it's so in a way when you get something positive, 
uh, it's very clearly positive as opposed to just bullshit. Yeah, oh, definitely. You yeah. know, if a teacher praises you, you know, it's it's like you, it's really that they're saying, I know you're on the right track. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, oh, you've reached the, you've reached it, but stop. It's like mm-hmm. you're on the right track. Mm-hmm. 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 And, you know, we need to know we're on the right track. At least I, I should talk for myself there. I mean, I need to know I'm on the right track. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but so, you know, there's, a, again, a sense of, like, the relationality of it. There's that sense of there is a, there is, you know, that convergence of interest. There is a sharing and there is the deep honesty, you know, in the presence of that. And all of this is part of that that beauty. That's right. That's right. You know, when I first thought, this whole thing kind of about beauty kind of came about because I was I was struggling between, uh, because I would have to take, wear two different hats. One as an artist and one as a psychotherapist mm-hmm. because I was passionate about moving forward in both, mm-hmm. both of mm-hmm. those places. Mm-hmm. And I, I was having a hard time shifting head hats. You know, I'd be so focused on art during the weekend, and then I'd go in and be a therapist during the week, and I'd be so focused on being a therapist in the, during the week, and then it was hard to shift um, because they're so, they're each complex. And um, and then I said, well, what is the what is the thread? Can I find something that I can carry through both? And then that's where the word beauty came through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? In addition, you know, as what you were describing, the beauty part, uh, I can see how it's a nice bridge with therapy because your experience of beauty is not just a beauty outside, um, but is also seeing people and yourself as beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you were having this very striking thing about how, um, you know, this is in contrast to you know, a family where people may not have the skill or the ability or, you know, whatever to to really pay attention yeah. to the beauty of the child. That's right. You know, so um, that, you know, it's like, uh, it, it's, it's, you know, it, there's a very profound connection. Yes. Hmm. This is part of the Active Pause podcast at activepause.com.